Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence, rushing to slow down. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. As humans, we are a direct reflection of nature's base of five elements, earth, water, fire, air, and space. We benefit and things get easier when we can slow down and flow with these natural rhythms. We, can, we have reminder cues to slow down surrounding us if we are present and consistently connecting to the rhythms of nature and the seasons. Do you make use of these available cues to slow down when you are rushing through your daily scheduled time? Or do you acknowledge the cue but choose to set it aside as an unimportant present moment connection? We can try to hide from nature's base of five ailments, but we end up hiding from our precious connection with ourselves. Practice using the cues from nature to slow down and be present with it, with your total inner being. The cues can be our guide when we integrate them into our daily patterns of our lives. And when we are present with the daylight, with the smells, with the sounds, with the tastes, and how they all make us feel. Today, we're taking a look at all of these combinations and the rhythms. And the most life-affirming rhythm is actually taking in our breath. And from, uh, you know, the simplicity of this, about, you know, 16 times per minute, we invite spirit in and say, yes, we are continuing our life here on earth. And we take another breath. And our breath is literally our life force. The natural rhythms of the universe and the the phases of the moon you know, there's a lot of ebb and tide as the earth rotates and the changes of the seasons happens. As we're all part of this, and based upon the law of one, we're all part of everything. Uh, the human body also has rhythms like a natural movement of the heart, you know, the, the rhythmic um, beating of our heart. And the world is really full of vibration. Uh, nothing really is at rest totally. Everything's in a state of movement, and rhythm is found in that movement. As rhythms of life also are in the heavens, are also here in through our bodies and into the earth. And as our selves are part of this, we're ebbing and tiding with the ebb and tide tides of the um, the earth's rotation and the changing of the seasons. As we're actually looking at uh, rhythms in this process, it's interesting that um, as we look through this, uh, like, um, you know, everything has rhythm and our internal body clock is um, also um, a circadian rhythm. So as we look at how um, the time element is and looking at, there is a, a timekeeper 
that helps to help our internal systems function. We know that our our uh, brains are um, working as a timekeeper of different uh, parts throughout the body, and as we are looking at this process, you know, we are also feeling the energetic vibrations. It's almost like a um, I mean, to be uh, human and in this process, we have a lot of instinctual rhythms that we have going on that we don't really think about. We don't have to, in our mind, focus on to say, now it's time to breathe, now it's time to breathe. We also uh, feel like this is a natural part of the rhythm. And as we are each um, a separate person, we have a lot of unique things within ourselves, but we're also able to make choices in how we take a hold of rhythm. You know, we, some people sing, some people dance, and all of it is really a life rhythm, um, not just the breathing, but also how we uh, work with this. Just as a pebble thrown in a pond creates ripples that travel outwards, so does our personal rhythm. When we practice breathing, we're also finding ourselves, and this in this rhythm of breathing, we can calm ourselves. We can send joy as we uh, go through the exercise. There's a lot of vibrational uh, aspects that trigger other vibrations, and in the um, the earth process, you know, there are vibrations that happen with earthquakes and tidal waves and avalanches. Our voice, when we have a, our voice going in and out um, and as speaking through electronics, our voice has a whole different kind of powerful manifestation. We can speak them, we can speak through this, this electronic and that voice vibrates a lot the process. In yoga, we do um, a focus on OM, and that's a mantra, so it represents a vibration that is kind of almost the heartbeat of the earth. And when we speak it from a, a series of vibrations through our centering, it is an unleashed, unlimited, and shows lots of potential and possibilities. So again, it's the vibration of everything that we do and how we think and how we work in our worlds uh, with ourselves and others. As we work with ourselves and the earth, it affects others. Our personal rhythm is really powerful and we have the capacity to uh, have a, a, a real ripple effect from our personal rhythm. So it comes back to uh, some mindful processes and as our individual people, ourselves, and um, persons and humans, um, as regular people, you know, we are professionals and also uh, able to um, have feeling that, you know, in our, in our personal worlds, we're able to work on ways to restore balance. And we can look at um, mindful living which that is sometimes difficult, um, is more difficult now than it was in the past. What our past life had was a lot of connection to nature. And when being attached to nature, we had the effect of different seasons. 
a lot of times. And sometimes we weren't able to really control things that happened. Our um, current life, you know, things are really fast. We have lots of uh, reference to fast food, fast cars, fast families, fast holidays. And we might be living fast lives, but when we take a chance to look at how to change that at more mindful, we're lingering over food, we're looking and savoring our life and not starving for the connection or the real connection to ourselves and our lives. So a solution when we look at this is to slow down and connect and everyone connects at a different level. But we are also saying that it's easier said than done. So it's easy to have the expressions and our voice that's explaining this, but it's difficult sometimes to take and affect our lives with necessary aspects that when we're trying to make changes. Um, some of this too, we can feel ourselves talking about it a lot and figuring out, okay, ways for us to make fast changes and rushing to slow down is the real appropriate description saying, well, we're, we're rushing around and we really are trying to have not just a fast life, but we want to have a, a slowdown uh, in a positive way. The word slow down or slow have been shown to be in people's minds negative. And that is definitely not the uh, point of uh, context here. We are slowing down and trying to come up with a, a time um, pace and rhythm in our lives that we actually are uh, slowing it to a point where we feel the connection. And um, as we sometimes don't really listen to our internal selves, um, we might find that we have a little voice in our head that keeps saying, slow down, don't do that, don't do this. Um, it's possible we might have health conditions that, you know, are situations where we're leading faster lives for some reason. Um, and when we ignore stress and are staging ourselves in uh, expectation of finding a way to having a slower pace, uh, we are looking, uh, when we become present, we are actually paying more attention. And it's really almost a simple solution to slow down and pay attention with a purposeful, purposeful uh, view and break it down into the present moment. We call this mindful. And that's a kind of a trending word that is um, more and more used where we're actually paying attention and taking the time to have a different experience when we take time to really look at our lives and um, finding ways that are calm by connecting in each moment. So interesting in this process, um, there's a lot of people that have been spending uh, their professional lives looking at ways to do this and also the effect on our bodies and our minds. And um, there are ways that we have found that uh, from a mindfulness perspective, a Buddhist concept has been showing up as um, the effect of awareness and how when we're aware of things and mostly, you know, because we are part of everything, we're also, as we become more aware, we're aware of our senses and our bodies and our minds. 
And there's, as we look at this too, there's also new new thoughts and uh, ways of looking at uh, it from a kindness to ourself. Um, John Kabat-Zinn said, uh, mindfulness is a certain way of paying attention that is healing and is restorative, that is reminding you of who you actually are so that you don't wind up getting inter- entrained into being a human doing rather than a human being. When we can take this time in our everyday life and really look at um, how we can make adjustments, and some of them might feel very, very small. Some of the adjustments, the possibilities are things that um, as we go through our daily moments, um, as we plan things a little differently and we are aware we're able to take that choice and say, okay, well, I just, I feel I need this 15 minutes or 10 minutes or even one minute. And we want to take a look at how to balance that. So we are in um, more of a, a happiness mode and in our satisfaction of our basic uh, duties in our life and in our jobs. So when we are really thinking in terms of this general approach, we also want to take um, some steps backwards and look at when we were young and how we you know, observe how we were, were trained. So as we walk from the different parts of our house from one part to the other, we are balancing, but we also are taking time to really connect Two, how, how do we move in a process? Um, there is a chance that because we um, possibly are not balanced, we can be uh, having possibility of falling. But we want to actually have the opportunity to um, be actively in the process of knowing that this is balancing our work and our families. And... Um, The focus here is intentional and we concentrate so deep down we know that when we're doing this we're walking um, along and it's also easy not to forget how to do that. It's kind of an automatic in a way. But as we get through this process we want to also be aware where our feet are going. So as we go through this, you know, we're really looking to ultimately maintain our work-life balance. And so as we look at this observation and we start focusing on balance, you know, the word balance is kind of a basic element here too. Uh, We're redefining how we look at success. And um, we take a look at when we first started out with challenges, we know that we take an approach for challenges. Some of us have the, the challenge that we take a look at what prompts us to have a decision that is, okay, what is this decision over the other one? We redefine our success focus and say, okay, we're going to achieve something, but possibly we're having a different perspective here as we are making choices. So success is only possible, um, you know, essentially, if we were to take a look at it, um, you know, what is the pursuit of success and how do we make choices uh, towards that? So some of it has to do with our goals and how we define success. 
uh, for ourselves and our families as we journey along here. So some of it is, you know, making choices, different choices, and we um, are then able to have our choices in a priority. And as we look at priorities, you know, there are different choices for different uh, emphasis. So as in the past, we've maybe made um, a choice that, you know, we're focused on work and that becomes our biggest element to focus on. So we do a lot of different things to keep ourselves with all of our um, observations and choices in the air. Uh, and we start looking at um, breaking those down so that if we're not, uh, if we have things that uh, change or become challenging, um, if we have too many balls in the air, we might have things crash around us if we aren't careful, if we're not paying attention and we find ourselves um, in that step-by-step -step process having to reshuffle our priorities. So again, it's looking at uh, making those scheduled changes and finding what is the, the purpose of it. So we want to take a look at our calendars and um, make choices in scheduling things and letting other priorities follow. When we recognize that there are different um, elements here, it's like a tidal pool. You know, we have different tides in the in the vibrations and choices that we have, and there's a lot of balancing as we practice small adjustments here. We want to adjust certain things. It's like uh, taking a look at the the moon elements and how they affect the waves and the the tide pools and the ebb and flow of the tide. So we want to think in terms of how do we uh, take this equation uh, that we're actually working on something. Maybe we have a big project or a deadline, and as we make small changes and adjustments in how we approach something, that's also going to affect us. And so it will then affect certain things where we're swinging from one direction to another. If we do this in a short order, that can be rather adjust. I mean, some of the adjustments are difficult if they're a bigger issue um, as we're swinging around from priority to priority. So as we're rebalancing certain things, then we're going to find that that um, has a different feel to it too. And it may be that we have to balance a um, problem challenge with something else, but it really requires us to be paying attention and just knowing that um, when we take the time to balance and focus, then we're also going to find that um, it frees us up in a different way. It empowers us as we're, we're looking outside of ourselves and outside of the work element. And as we go through this, we are also taking a look at begin with the end in mind. Um, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People emphasizes that um, when we are starting out, we want to also look at what's in front of us, but also destination in mind. So when we go through this process, we're doing a lot more um, just paying attention up front here in the moments that we're dealing with, but also looking at how many actions build momentum over time. And uh, we're taking a look at a little bit further down the road. Some of that is difficult because we're not able to see everything. Obviously in the future, we don't know what's going to happen, but we want to know that um, as we 
focus on the the now moments when we take care of ourselves, um, our personal care, our family and our relationships and our spirit is really not a selfish thing. It's really a sustaining one. So we want to have an in in this process our focus on balancing our internal and our external worlds as much as we can because that also helps us to be sustainable and be able to balance and walk with steadiness um, in our best efforts here uh, as we are focused. So um, when we do this too and we take note of pausing, pausing is very important in this process and the more that we can look at it from a process and a positive effort the more that we'll find it be a benefit. And it doesn't have to be a long pause. It's just having a pause, you know, and having that moment to to actually take the moment to appreciate something. On that note, we're going to pause and do a D note, and we will be back shortly. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits, and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. I'm Dee Lee, and we are um, practicing presence, rushing to slow down, focus today. Part of this is the word balance, and we've been looking at how to balance, you know, the the various aspects. We're um, looking at kind of an understanding, and too, the word balance really almost implies that there's some kind of an unbalance, you know, that we're in the process of juggling. And sometimes that's really true, but we also um, want to um, make uh, note that uh, part of this is also finding a steady state of flow, where we're actually not just absorbed in what we're doing, but also knowing that we are in balance with other aspects of our lives. 
we're achieving the flow and we're also knowing that we're balancing within that process in ways that uh, are sustainable with ourselves. Our workflow is not just the focus for the whole day. And when we do this and we are looking at it from uh, the juggling process, then we're also saying we're able to have a certain um, area to translate things that uh, maybe we're not clear about, uh, taking time to pause to really be able to study different aspects of the rhythms that are going on around us. So natural rhythms really are where we're focusing today, looking at the ebbs and tides and the natural earth rhythms of seasons. Um, and they really do guide us so that um, our perfect ideal situation would be for us to be able to utilize the uh, process, our breathing and heartbeats are part of this uh, reminders that we are alive and that we're a rhythm, we have pulsing rhythms within us and we can start with that because that's really, that's keeping ourselves going too. And that when we start looking at um, other rhythms like the sun coming up and going down, we're knowing that um, the moon shows up even though the, the clouds might exist and the the moon is out, but you know maybe uh, is behind a cloud, and so we knew we know that it's there. Um, we know that the temperatures go up and down in different seasons, and our own rhythm happens within this too on a daily process. Um, these are all exterior types of rhythms, and as we look at our own lives. Uh, we actually have different rhythms within ourselves. You know, when we uh, take a look at our own energy, our moods, and how we um, have energy and take time to sleep, hopefully in the, in the right processes here, life flows easily. We feel more energetic, and we can actually look at things in a different way and feel positive about something when we're socially and actively connected to what is going on around us. So our body rhythms are called circadian rhythms and these are uh, affecting our life every day and they also help to govern when we wake up and how we, um, when we go to sleep, how we're active, how, do, how much energy do we have, their process of how we socialize and how we feel. Um, whether we actually are aware of these um, that's a personal, you know, success story yourself or possibly just learning about it. And it's also triggering what, why is it we are focused on it. It's really um, taking a look at uh, rhythm of uh, stages of our life too, from natural stage of different levels of uh, when we're, you know, first um, ch children and as we're growing up. Uh, aging um, allows us that a life cycle, which, you know, is basically a process. We have, um, you know, the, the looking at it from a slow perspective, we are becoming more aware of um, how do these different rhythms of our lives and the rhythms of the cycles um, are looking at uh, affecting us. So as we look at, you know, the um, availability of a lot of information on an external perspective. Uh, many people live their lives not connecting to the natural rhythms of the earth and or around them and or nature and also of their own bodies. 
So they may not really get up with the sun. They may take a look at um, what they're doing and may actually stay up until you know, wee hours of the morning and then they switch their days around. And the pace of their life might be that there are certain things that um, have to be switched out from the day into the night and possibly the phases of the moon, they are not taking notice. Um, so there's stages of life in this process where we are um, not outwardly aware, but it also has um, caused havoc sometimes with our internal system. As we do this, uh, we can be stressing ourselves uh, in a way that maybe we're not aware of for a longer period of time. And, and as a result, um, our internal system could be having a not benefiting from this choice, but also having different um, erratic beating of heart and problems in our systems. So there's a lot of disorders that can happen because of us not being in a, in a balanced situation. So when we're out of sync with the natural world and the natural rhythms, it can create a lot of problems uh, if we're not connected. As we look at this um, process too, there's a lot of certain experiences that will be uh, happening and some cultures are better connected and live in harmony with the natural rhythms than others. Um, there's more emphasis for people to get to know opportunities for more uh, rhythmic uh, living and um, it's reinforced in their education and their their actual cultures. And so some of this is a learned process, but it's also traditions. So traditions go back a long time. And when we take a look at the way uh, humans operate, um, it is a chance for uh, as more people become aware and more information is shared and more emphasis is um, showing a positive choice process to be tuned with the seasons, we're going to see that um, when we start actively outside of ourselves, uh, making efforts and actions, we can find that like starting a vegetable garden, we can find ourselves connecting to something that's one of our sources of food um, and maybe not uh, it being totally everything that we provide for ourselves, but it's a rhythm process. We become um, acknowledging something as a choice over one food versus another helps to slow us down and, and tune in to the natural rhythms ultimately. And as we take a look at this, we are in the, the learning process, but also we are finding a real need to connect to our lives. When we pay a, a, you know greater attention to the fluctuations going on around us, you know that means that what is the weather going on? What are the patterns? What are the shiftings going on with seasons? And when we look at transformation within um, our different life uh, elements, we're looking for things that we can do with more activity and finding something that's a choice as being um, a better one versus something else. So we're active in different ways and wanting to own our own responsible uh, focus for our self-care and our healing journeys. And there are certain principles that can be learned for um, ways to achieve personal healing and well-being that may not have been available for quite a long time. So there's a lot of learning to happen 
And it's exciting because as we take more opportunity to make choices to um, learn something and then apply it with ourselves, it becomes exciting because then we are able to see the results in ourselves. And as we see results in ourselves, we're also going to have that expanded within our associations. Um, and so it's, it's again like the pebble being dropped in a pool. And as more effect happens within that pool, um, it can have a, a balancing effect in a broader way. So um, at, when we think about some of the inventions that have happened too, um, when we had um, candlelight, you know, rather than electric lighting, um, we look at how much effect the electronics have had, you know, it's dominating our world. Um, and in the past, we lived with the cycles of the sun and the moon and the light that was available. We woke up with sunrise and were active during the day. And then we're, when darkness fell, you know, we were working around with candlelight or fire. And when we started really doing more things and we thought things needed to be done a different way, we found that that wasn't really convenient to how we were wanting things to go and even from a survival perspective. So there's been a lot of research done that helps to uh, synchronize the light and the dark and um, that helps with our own good health. And as we are living more indoors, it we can forget that our, our internal selves are um, having natural cycles that um, we have to keep a, a, a look at and as we've evolved in this process and we are influenced by different outside areas with the sun and the moon and the different seasons, um, we want to thrive better because these are affecting us. But in our internal selves and our approach to the ways that we, we work within ourselves for uh, keeping up with um, our different uh, needs for food and sleep, um, we have processes that we have made changes and we're all, that also is affecting the choices of the different um, light and air temperature and environmental factors. And so when we take a look at, at the effects of early morning and evening types of things where we reset our clocks or our internal selves, we're awakening and looking with working with the sun and you know it's it's actually allowing ourselves to peacefully be and uh, looking at ways to um, affect our day so we're in tune with different things and that affects our heart rate and our blood pressure so in the evening when we are taking a look at uh, the darkness and when we look at um, what ways to connect to that, we're looking for ways to slow down and relate to our family and looking at um, the process of the different cycles that um, with electronic lighting, it becomes difficult to just stop uh, because the lighting actually is helping us to continue on with what we need to do um, and having that available uh, can be a beneficial, but it also creates the need for us to pay attention and be able to tune in to ourself and look at ways to tie in with what's going on in a rhythm perspective within our bodies and also within the seasons. So as 
we are pulsing along with our daily approach and um, being aware of um, how if the days are extending into more sunlight, you know, we're able to um, actually make choices to actually exercise better and um, possibly not need as much sleep. In the wintertime, we are maybe sleeping longer and eating differently um, as we are moving along through the process. Um, earlier, people actually honored their seasonal cycles because they had to. They huddled in their shelters during the cold winters and they wore extra clothing. Um, some of the tribes originally um, were building and repaired tools and made clothing, but they also noticed that sometimes um, there might be different ways to allow a quieter time Some as they were able to slow down and find that they were able to um, have a better connection when they did that. So um, it's really take, getting in sync with what's going on around you and also within yourself and making those choices so that you're not being supported by caffeine and sugar, uh, but able to awaken within your own self uh, and work within the steady processes of um, more harmony with your internal and external functions. So when we take a look further into this process of slowing down, um, you know, it shows the consequences that we've made choices. You know, maybe they're not the highest choice that we should have made, but we're, we see the effect, not just in ourselves, but a lot of times with others where we have routines that we have not um, paid attention and we have different experiences because of those uh, choices. So we want to get back in the groove where we're really having the process simple and we're working with um, the daylight, um, our living spaces, and able to get into the natural, natural environments as often as possible. When we do this, we're going to find ourselves uh, able to feel calmer and we're going to have an opportunity to restore our natural rhythm where we can face things that give us more um, support. And with that too, we're also going to have um, our body cycles be a much calmer situation. And um, some of that requires change and that we make choices for that change. So as we move toward harmony, um, it's going to take some time and we have to change some habits. But when you do this, you're going to find the effect is really uh, very noticeable. You're going to find more strength of character. You're going to find more um, ability to uh, have an uplifted feeling. And, and when you get outside every day, you're connecting to not just the daylight, but also the nature that's around you which changes by moment. And so it's uh, something that as you design yourself an opportunity to have that available during your day, you'll find it as something you'll really look forward to. And our you know, areas have a lot of opportunities that maybe that um, we haven't explored and, and exploring something new is like a whole different uh, in adventure. So it helps to get ourselves out and about and uh, find ourselves in that connection. So natural rhythm is really 
taking a look at life at a pace that expands our capacity without causing us to break internally or externally. And it's at a pace that's comfortable for us to feel relaxed and stimulated through whatever efforts we're doing um, to grow and to have a relation to our lives. Um, we're looking at experiences and um, there is uh, you know, an emphasis here um, when we take a look at experiencing a sense of peace and serenity. Um, some people look at it as mundane or boring. Um, there's, it's difficult sometimes to uh, quiet ourselves and it is challenging to sustain that when we're focused on meeting all of the demands in our uh, lives, uh, we can be sensitive to the senses as we're looking around ourselves and say, oh, well, this is difficult and I can be overwhelmed and fatigued in that case. So it's, it's taking a, a look from a non-helplessness and hopelessness, but we're wanting to look at things in a different perspective, like with a curiosity and um, that curiosity gives us a lot of um, wonder and awe. So as we are in a more of a positive world or we're taking a look at it more from that, not from the slowing down from a negative perspective, it helps to um, give ourselves rhythm of how we're wanting to go forward too. This adds a lot of meaning potential to our in internal self and our external self. And as we look at this, we know that this has been a pro problem for choice for a long time. So the whole effort is not a new thing that being discovered. On that note, we're gonna take a pause and we will be back shortly. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. 
welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. I'm Dee Lee, and we're exploring practicing presence, um, rushing to slow down. And we are taking a look at our daily lives, and um, you know our lives have become quite hectic, and we know that that also has a result of possibility of being overwhelmed and fatigued. And as we take a look at we going on what's going on around us, there's a lot of that. It's it's again the essence of um, it's we're part of everything, so that we feel that too. And we know that um, we have a rhythm within ourselves, but our culture has a rhythm. And so as we take a look at what feels like um, maybe an unnatural rhythm that we are operating with. Uh, we know that this isn't new and that we are looking for ways to support ourselves in this process. So we want to take an opportunity to refresh ourselves and know that um, when we make uh, choices in how we want to do this, we're able to operate within you know, uh, our internal self a different way and find our natural rhythm. When we tune into that rhythm, we can begin to tune in to other aspects of our lives. And when we're looking at um, simplicity, we want to have a natural rhythm that, that works for ourselves and nurtures um, not just ourselves, but also people around us. When we do this, we're going to also recognize that um, we're able to see the connections with ourselves and others. and. They're not, we know that they're not separated totally. Um, as we become more aware of our internal selves, we know that there is a lot that is related to our um, connections. And uh, natural rhythm is really taking in all of life at a pace that we can then um, expand ourselves without um, having a, a negative effect on ourselves. And that pace is really a different level for each person. But when we have, um, when we're more relaxed and we are able to grow and relate to the world around us with a purpose, then this is part of the connections. So when we step forward and are in, <clears throat> are in our own natural rhythm, we know that this helps um, to be an effort. But how do we get there? We can simplify um, as much as possible. We make choices to simplify. Some of that means getting rid of clutter and focusing on the efforts, not just around yourself, but also within yourself. You want to free yourself from regrets and resentments. Uh, forgiveness is a great declutterer for our spirit. It helps to give ourselves permission that essentially things might be a certain way, but that that's not the way it has to be. We want to identify our priorities and then choose to uh, work with that. Um, a word that may not be in your vocabulary that should be is the word no, because a lot of times we have so many distractions and so many things coming at us. It's like a storm that we end up saying yes, 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 because they give us a charge or a curiosity and we, we get lost in this process and we end up all of our priorities get shuffled because of the choices. Um, and so we want to have choices that feel good and um, feel nurturing to ourselves. And when we do that, it helps to give ourselves rest and that ability to help others. 
So when we take a look at the process, you know, it has a higher payoff in the long run when we identify up front and say, no, thank you, um, and feel good about that choice. There's different things that uh, we do on a daily basis that possibly um, we don't know why we do them or we, we look at them as habits or there are things we need to add to our habits, you know, such as having a time for meditation or thank, you know, like a, a, a quick connection to um, our higher being with a, a simple grace and, and thankgiveness for what's going on. It's the, the uh, connection and harmony, looking at ways to touch the nature around us that gives us that sense of connection. So also allowing ourselves to find a, um, a moment of solitude. And in a positive way, it's, it's just time to sit and do nothing, to feel the, uh, the lower stress level and, and find ourselves having that connection to um, something that's joyful. It really helps elevate us and gives us a sense of uplifted, consistent motion too. So breathing uh, by taking time and doing some quiet solitude, we are connecting to things that uh, maybe are giving us a, a, a lot more joy. When we slow down and consciously breathe, we're focusing on things that um, are inside of ourselves. Because a lot of if we do the uh, the point of um, really connecting we are in deep breathing and we touch everything in ourselves um, we're paying attention to that and we want to also take an opportunity to look for other areas around us and within ourselves to uh, change our attitudes possibly uh, look for ways to um, help ourselves in different areas Possibly it's also connecting to people that are a support system and people that you can talk with and have um, a connection for insight and advice. Um, so it also ability to um, find ways to be kind to people, uh, looking for ways to look around from a sense of value. We want to take a look from a perceptive per perspective too because we are in a higher awareness, we're able to observe our thoughts and look for ways that um, might be floating negative thoughts and, and actually take those, um, those thoughts, not uh, in a negative way, but um, let them pass through you and on out and then replace them with a simpler uh, aspect. And so um, when we take a higher perspective, we're also able to uh, possibly laugh and, and um, let go of things that might have caused us to be in anxious modes. And in that process, we're able to um, possibly make better, better choices. So when we're in the moment, we're looking at the um, ability to say this versus that. Uh, we're, we're with life in a different way. And it is also possibly giving us better joy um, when we have a higher perspective. It gives us a key to living possibly that we may not have had uh, with appreciation. And um, when we look for good in a lot of different ways from a different eye, we're also going to have a different response so that as we take life along in the state of change that we're always in, 
we're going to have a life of better harmony with the natural rhythms that we're looking at and working with. It's a continuous process, and in that process, we make a lot of choices. Um, a lot of it is what what it, what really matters to us with these different situations and uh, becoming more present and having ourselves in that that process and learning um, what in the way of choices can we have for better sense of peace and serenity. Uh, it can be challenging, and we may, we can feel like we make constant errors in how we make those choices. But the problem really is complicated when we get down to basic rhythms. Um, our cultures and outside ourselves can really dictate how we do this, too. So uh, we're in that constant area of looking at ways to make choices. And those choices, again, can feel very simple. But um, it's like in a higher perspective looking at a tightrope walker you know you're balancing and you're trying to go balanced on a rope that is high off the floor and um, when we take a look at how someone does that it's very amazing uh, because if you were to drift off balance you might fall off and uh, we can find that life is very much like a balancing act and we step along or we might fall over so we're constantly trying to move forward one step at a time um, with a purpose and with a goal and keeping in balance everything. As, and so this is, you know, we're rushing around a lot of times to take um, time to do yoga, to have ourselves in a different uh, access process. We're willing to take risks and take a look at the steps that need to happen. So we want to focus and look forward to the opportunities to make choices as we look at shifting away from the, the process that maybe we feel is not working. Um, we know that it's not working, so we choose to take a look at it with a more proactive way. And when we do this, we're also going to find ourselves in a better state of being, um, not just in, internally in ourself, but also just a base step. So the idea here is that we can recognize that, you know, there's been a lot of moments that we've missed in our when we take a hindsight look. But the things that we can learn from nature are limitless. We learn to respect and admire, uh, emulate her ways into our life. So we go out and we explore because there's a lot to offer. This is a fascinating journey. Here's a poem I wrote that speaks to this focus. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I'm truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And with that note, we are um, looking at what's the next step. And when we take a look at this, it's time to get into action. So the first step you know, that we had was working around, getting ourselves aware. Um, our goal should be to actually have a plan, 
a life trajectory that we want to get excited about. We want to focus on what do you want out of life. And we want to maintain that in a real active perspective. So we want to be in action, but also know that we can do this. We know that overwhelm happens, but we can also control how we respond to different moments. And that is, everything is always knocking on our doors. So what we do is we step forward and look at it as a mighty adventure. On that note, we're going to take a pause and we look forward to connecting next time. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.